So, you know, I'm so much into true crime. I'm truly obsessed. I think I pretty much know everything about all the serial killers all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, if somebody looks at my Google history, they'll be like, oh my God, this person is crazy because I've Googled everything about them. So, yeah, I am obsessed with true crime. So, that, ladies and gentlemen, is your first host, Flo. I love suspense and thriller movies. I actually take pride in solving them like in within 30 minutes of the movie and so you could say I really enjoy them because I'm so busy solving the crime and solving the suspense and 9 out of 10 times I get it right. And that ladies and gentlemen is your second host Tanvi. A special mention to our social media partners Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. Hi and welcome to Movie Gala podcast. We are on our second episode of Suspense slash Thriller Movies. Today we are talking about War Fantasy which came out in 1964. The Prime Minister when the movie came out was Jawaharlal Nehru but has an interesting trivia. There were three prime ministers between this year. Uh, right after Jawaharlal Nehru was Guzari Lal Nanda for 13 days because Jawaharlal Nehru passed away that year. And after the elections, Lal Bahadur Shastri was the prime minister in 1964. Back to the movie. The director is Raj Khosla. Producer is NN Sippy. Music is by Madan Mohan. Actors are Manoj Kumar, Sadhna, K.N. Singh. Helen and Prem Chopra. It's a story about Dr. Anand and he encounters a woman on a rainy night. The whole story is pretty much what the title suggests. Oh, Kanti is who was she? So the entire storyline is about finding out who this woman is or was or will be. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you can't put this in a genre because it's kind of like horror slash suspense slash thriller slash it could be anything. So it was an interesting watch, definitely. Right, yeah. Till the end, you don't know whether she's a ghost or she's a real person. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. What is happening, yeah. <laughs> that is the state of mind while you're watching this movie. So what do we think about the movie? There is something about black and white films, right? Like you, you were saying. There's just, this is just so much charm, you know? So much old world charm about it. And I think it's just the black and white film that just makes it all the more stylish. Like everything they do seems super stylish. Uh, it could be just our nostalgic souls thinking that. But I don't know. What do you think? I really like the movie. Especially like even if we don't talk about the content right away. Just like what we what you just said. Like the black and white movie. It automatically makes it look a lot more sophisticated and classy. It's like, you know, uh, somehow the color takes away from the charm and the style of that era. I don't know how to say that better. It just seems black and white movies portray the world before the 70s more accurately than color would. Exactly. Even if you try to bring some color into it, you know, with the technology and everything, I still think that, you know, black and white white has its own charm. Absolutely. So this movie was a big hit when it came out. And it has got a cult classic status even today. The whole, like when people watch it, if they haven't, the the picture of Sadhana in a black, uh, sorry, in a white sari, not a black sari, in a black and white movie, just walking on the road with that haunting music playing in the background. That is an epitome of suspense, uh, horror, that genre in Hindi movies. So if as soon as you see that picture and as soon as you see that scene or that music, you automatically know Vokanti. Like that's where your yeah. head goes. 
and it's just that scene has just like kind of epitomized that genre. I yeah. It is as iconic as Sri Devi's blue sari in Mr India you know it's yeah. it's like one of those iconic scenes that will stay forever in everybody's mind yeah. yeah Sri Devi's blue sari and Madhuri's yellow sari in Dhak Dhak and Sapna's yes. white sari in Mokanti or Mandakini in like a waterfall under a waterfall <laughs> taking a shower yeah. or i don't know there yeah there are these things which you just relate to certain movies and yeah so naturally we can't talk in detail about this movie because if people Sorry. <laughs> haven't watched this we want them to watch it and especially because you don't know what you're getting into it's like a very bizarre state but it's a joyful watch like this is uh, manoj kumar before he became the bharat manoj kumar you know that uh, world and sadhna is so beautiful oh my god i was crushing on her the whole time she is gorgeous and then again coming back to the black and white movies there is just something about the simplicity of the whole thing right and her beauty i was just telling you while watching the movie that you know the song the iconic song lagjagale the picturization of the whole song we didn't even want to forward it and we did not we did not even text each other if we should <laughs> yeah. because we don't we didn't want to forward that the picturization is beautiful and also i don't know if people have noticed this uh, but you know the dialogues right before the song starts if you can find it on youtube you know just the dialogue before the song please watch it it's just the way sadhana saying something to uh, manoj kumar and the way she says it and then the song that follows it's just so sensuous you know there's no extra gimmicks or anything to make it look wanna be sexy or sensuous it's just so sensuous i was telling her that no item number girls can ever match up to this kind of sensuousness that these women had before you know i was just like blown away by sadhana there's a lot of movies you know if if we especially now that you're watching them again but even in general movies from 50s to 70s when they're talking about sex or they're talking about mm. lust or they're talking about love or just human bodies or any of those topics which you know can easily become cheap or cringe worthy or something you can't watch with your parents or vulgar vulgar somehow those movies spoke about it they didn't really put a flower on it right like how they did in like mid 70s till 90s they put like a flower or butterfly or something like that over here they didn't do that they just used words very mm. effectively and they were able to say it without making it cheap or you know it was just a matter of expression it is just mm. like this is you know there are two people they might be lovers or their husband and wife or you know they're having a relationship and they want to say something to each other and they say it they don't have yeah. to like uh, make it like bidi jalaile or they don't have to make it like sarkalo khatkhatia or whatever they just like they're essentially saying the same thing except they're not making it vulgar. yeah because the dialogues before the song that's exactly what she's saying right that i'm yearning for you right but it's just so beautiful it just looks natural you know it doesn't have any vulgarity to it even the song what is she singing lagja gale i you know just It's so beautiful. I think this is one of my favorite Lata Mangeshkar songs. And you know, Lata Mangeshkar has thousands of songs. It's hard to pick the most favorite, but this is definitely one of one of the favorite and one of the favorite which is pictured on Sathna. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Yeah, watch it. Speaking of uh, black and white movies and smoking, I think we mentioned this in Kanun as well. Okay, guys, we are not trying to endorse smoking. 
<laughs> but there's just something about black and white movies. Now I know why so many men, you know, from the 60s and 70s, they were just like constantly smoking because they just made it look so stylish. Yeah, they did. Even here, Manoj Kumar is like, you know, not as much as in Kanoon, but then he is uh, shown smoking. I think it was hand in hand, right? It's like kind of like a chicken and egg situation. Don't know whether the movies glamorized it or just the fact that it was so much, it was done in society so openly and frequently because it was like you know people would just smoke they didn't know that this was harmful or anything this is you're right yeah it could be like art imitating real life or the other way around you know yeah, yeah so so moving on since we're talking about art and fashion which goes hand in hand uh what did you think about the fashion <laughs> I think people already know what we think of fashion from black and white movies. Yeah. Like the men are, I don't know, the men are just dressed so stylishly and the women are in their saris and so stylish. It's just they're being just true to themselves and they're still stylish. They're not trying to copy anyone else. You know, they're not trying to copy like the Western, you know, outfits or, you know, whatever. They're not just, they're just being themselves. And and yeah, they're just working and even makeup, right? Makeup wise, we were talking about how Sadhna, she just has that winged eyeliner and and great eyebrows and that's it. She just looks gorgeous. Yeah. I know. And just like Sadhna is in her saris and there's a... Helen has a pivotal role for first oh, uh, 15 minutes. And she's wearing these really nice pencil skirts and a blouse. And she's also wearing Indian wear. and But she's also wearing Western wear. And of course, she's stunning. Like, she was stunning. We were stalking that she needs to have a biopic made on her life. And yes. And not by Rajkumar Hirani, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, whoever, like, I don't know who, you know, it's hard to pick an Indian director in general because I haven't yet watched a good biopic by an Indian director. But uh, whoever, whoever wants to do it, right, they can do it. But yeah, yeah Helen, her story would be so worth it. Oh my yeah. God. And the way she dances and she wears these amazing heels and she dances like, you know, she's dancing barefoot. <laughs> Only she can do that. We don't even have to like comment on her dance. Like it's like showing a candle to the... What is the phrase? Showing a candle to? I don't know. Candle to the sun? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's like showing a candle to the sun. Like we're talking about her dance. But yeah, so she was like bringing in the Western fashion sense. and But mm. I did like the uh, berets they were wearing when they were in Shimla Manoj Kumar. And that there was this another actress in the film. Her name is Parveen Chaudhary. Uh, she's not that popular in the movies but she's done a bunch of work other than this movie but she and her Manoj Kumar are in Shimla towards the last quarter of the film and they are wearing these beret and they are looking really I think they were just trying to show that it's warm war, it's not warm it's cold and they need to like wear something but they were carrying it off all right so moving on to the acting what did you think this is the first film we are featured in like last two series of Manoj Kumar and there is a stereotype attached to Manoj Kumar people don't know there is right but then these two movies that we have seen like you mentioned this was before he became the Manoj Kumar that everybody kind of knows so before any name like Shah Rukh Khan before he became the Shah Rukh Khan you know the kind of movies he did and the kind of acting he did is so different and we still miss that so I think that's how you know I feel about Manoj Kumar before he became the Manoj Kumar and these movies perfectly you know showed the range that he has as an actor yeah I remember even when he did become the Manoj Kumar like I remember his other films like uh, Roti Kapra Makan Mm -hmm. or I don't know there were other like very nationalistic kind of movies but I never had an issue with him like I never felt like because 
there are actors that I really couldn't stand, like I don't know, Raj. Uh, what is his name? Raj Babar. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> you can't stand him. No, yeah. I can't stand him. And then there's like I was never a big fan of Kishore Kumar as an actor. There's something about, like I like his voice and everything as a singer, but uh, when it comes to acting, I was there's isn't a was never like looking forward to watching him on the screen kind of. Now there are a bunch of other actors, but Manoj Kumar somehow like I was okay with it. I actually liked Roti Kapra or Makan. I don't know if you've seen it. I have, yeah. I kind of liked that movie, and there was this other one he he did with Hema Malini, and I forgot the name. And I like that also. So I feel like yeah, okay. He wasn't bad looking. He wasn't like good looking, but not bad looking. I don't think there were as many actors. It, it was just handful of actors. And they just carried the story forward, right? Five or seven, like including his mom and the cook and the mm. people. Yeah, you're right. The the story doesn't go here and there a lot. It's like it's actually surprisingly stuck to the theme of Vokanti, mm. and they do a good job of keeping you guessing yourself. Like really, Vokanti? Like who the hell is she? And he literally says that in one of the scenes, right? <laughs> Yeah, he does. Like, let's talk about background music now. Our new favorite genre <laughs> in movies and the suspense thriller movies is the best time to talk about uh, background music. So this yeah. series is a be- uh, gonna have a lot. Of- yeah, because I think music adds so much to the genre, especially in black and white films back in the day when they didn't have that much going on. Like, there's literally pin drop silence at the back. So you're like, either they need to do something or the audience is gonna be like, what is happening? <laughs> Why? It's not a cute guy. So this movie has all of the usual uh, things about there's a there are bats at night, like you can hear them, or you can hear the heavy winds uh, blowing. Things that you see in all horror movie genres. Yeah, and there's an abandoned castle. The door creaking, uh, dogs barking at night. <laughs> Yeah, but you made an interesting point. Like when I said, like they have all of these gimmicks. Yeah, why don't you share what you had to say? Yeah, so it has all these things that now we've come to know that you know these are tropes that every horror and slash thriller movies follow, right? Right. But this is nineteen sixty four. So in nineteen sixty four, I don't think these were gimmicks. This was how it was made. It's just that now we've seen like so many movies. Using the same things that now it has become like so gimmicky. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you were absolutely right. Like this was before they be- they were overdone. This was when they were being still just done, <laughs> like you know, here and there. And then yeah. they're like, okay, now we did them too much. But I feel like even if I I like naturally I haven't seen all the movies that came out in sixty, so wouldn't know how often it was done or not done. Mm. But it was done. appropriately is what i would say like you know what you didn't feel like okay you know you're manipulating us to think a certain way or anything it was like a i feel like we are victims of knowing too much now uh, that is well put yeah <laughs> victims of that so i feel like maybe back in those times people didn't watch that many films you know and they, they uh, not many films were made in this genre so probably they didn't hear it that often but now we know that every other movie has that same Sound effect and then same thing. So we are like expecting. We know what is going to happen. So we are like, okay, okay, we get it. Yeah, and uh, you know, one more thing that I read about the director that really made me smile. You know, I had a big smile when I was reading that was so he Raj Khosla was known as women's director because apparently he showcased actresses at their best. Isn't that amazing yeah. to know that? You know, it just 
put such a big smile on my face. It was like, wow. A lot of actresses wanted to work with him because they knew that mm. he's going to show him, show them in the best possible light and give him a... And he did. He did like, this movie is about sadhana. Like this movie is not about Ram, Manoj Kumar, you know? Right. So yeah, even his other movies, there is another movie we are featuring by him in this series. So stay tuned for that, guys. And even in that, there were stories about the actress, so... <laughs> you can tell that we are trying so hard not to give away anything. <laughs> I know, it's so hard. Especially in this movie, the story is actually very thin-lined. So, mm-hmm. if you say something, you know, I mean, it's back in the day, they made it smartly. But today, again, you, you know, the same thing that we know too much. Yeah. So, I know exactly what is going to go down, right? That's exactly what I was going to say even about the spoiler. So, it's like how, you know, with gimmicks, now we know that we've seen it so many times that now it's gimmicky. The spoiler would be something like, you know, back then people didn't know something. So it came across as, oh my God, you know, okay, I will not say more. I know we're being very cryptic, but it's for your own good. <laughs> so, but there's also Prem Chopra in this movie. Yeah. And everybody who doesn't know Prem Chopra, where have you been living? But Prem Chopra is the quintessential Hindi movie villain. So back in the day, there were uh, people who just didn't just go to see the actors. People actually went to see the villain and the comedian. So there were people who were going to see Prem Chopra. There were people who were going to see Mahmood, who used to be a comedian back then. The doctor who plays Manoj Kumar Sr. has also played grey characters, dark characters and good characters. So you don't really know what he is in the movie. So people wouldn't be expecting that he'll be the villain. They'll think that he's just a friend who just came. So, you know, when you're watching the movie, some of the actors that are in the movie, they're not the whatever, you know, the actor who's known for certain things. So the ending is that much the sweeter. So the the shock value must have been like double, right? Because they didn't know. They didn't know that this was what was expected from someone, you know. This movie did really well in terms of... In terms of box office, yeah. I think the music was really good, mm. which always works in the favor. And then, of course, the story, because, you know, suspense. And the acting was pretty good as well. So, um, like we said, this movie did really well. So, this was actually made, uh, remade in Tamil and Telugu. And guess who played Sadhana's character? Do you know? Yeah? Guess? Should I guess? Yes. I, <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> The future chief yeah. minister of Tamil Nadu, right? Yeah, she played both. Like in Tamil and Telugu, she was the lead actor, actress. So yeah, I was like, interesting. She was just like, okay. I mean, why did she even have to play it twice? They could have just like put her scenes over and over again and made a dub or something. But yeah, I was that was interesting part. And uh, I also saw that the movie rights for Vokanti have been bought by this production company called Kree Araj Entertainment. They've made the Rustam, Toilet, Prem Kathar and Padman and all of these movies are under them. Um, And they probably, they haven't decided who is going to be cast in it yet, but they have like purchased the rights to remake it. Oh gosh. And how do you feel about it? (laughs) I feel about all remakes. I mean, just watch this movie, like just go and watch the original, like live through the black and white days and appreciate the work they were able to do back in that time. Exactly. Why do you want to try to be, you know, so relevant? People can still go back and watch the older ones, right? I feel like it's insulting because it's like, oh, you know, uh, let's forget Sadhana and Manush Kumar. 
let's remake this and make other people popular with the work and all the hard work which others put in it and use the songs which were created by a music director 100 years ago and now do this again i know so i feel exactly the same way yeah and i feel like this is such a disservice even to the new generation because would imagine not knowing mm. satna imagine not knowing manoj kumar imagine not knowing where the cinema started and where it's going it's just a disservice you know you're not even giving the uh, new generation a chance for them to you know go back and watch older movies you know if you try if you just keep making the same thing over and over for newer generations exactly. i forget which movie but i recently saw on twitter that like i think uh, lagan or some some other movie i don't know one of those movies was re-released and people could go and watch it at the cinema for a mm. week or a weekend again and i was like why wouldn't you do that for these movies as well like have a you know summer re right. re-release and like have a i don't know a festival of every decade or something like or call us we'll pick the movies and tell you which one you should like release again and watch and give people a chance to watch it again yeah so that's our take we feel strongly about it and now we have uh, we figured out like gulzar and meghna gulzara on our side as well so we feel stronger in our opinion yes <laughs> <laughs> we feel validated <laughs> So that's that. And speaking of Sadhna, it's like she was known as the mystery girl, right? Because she she kind of made a name for herself, you know, acting in these kind of like horror slash mystery slash suspense slash yeah. thrillers. So Sadhna is almost synonymous with this yeah. genre. Yeah. So this, I think, this movie particularly, like you know, like how we said that this has a classic that image of Sadhna is what comes to everyone's mind, but also like the song. which she plays which is the haunting music which plays in the background nena but say i'm not going to sing it rim jim rim jim i mean like even singing lata mangeshkar song is like an insult to lata mangeshkar <laughs> but when has it ever stopped us <laughs> so even that song i feel like probably added to that image of satna being this mm. mysterious woman is she a ghost or is she a real person is she a ghost or a person god knows So, on that note, uh, we definitely recommend this movie. Yes, absolutely. And it's available on YouTube. Pay ninety nine cents and watch it, but it is worth it. It's just ninety nine cents. And let us know what do you think of the ending and you know everything. Yeah, yeah. we really want to talk about the ending, but we yeah, can't. We're going to talk about all the endings in the wrap up episode. So, you guys, you better yeah. watch all these movies if you haven't before the wrap up episode because. There are going to be spoilers, and there's nothing we can do about it. So yes, sorry about <laughs> not that. sorry about that. The purpose is <laughs> okay. Not sorry about that. <laughs> the purpose of doing this podcast is to make you guys watch it. We're giving them like good. Uh, this is ep- yeah, good ten, 10 weeks. weeks to catch up, and so yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Enough of our chit chat. Hope you guys enjoyed this super cryptic episode. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> where we absolutely shared nothing about the movie, um, but hopefully we enticed you to watch it. And we'll be back again next Tuesday with our third episode. In the meantime, you know you can catch us on Twitter at Moviewala Pod, on Instagram at Moviewala Podcast. Bye. Bye.